This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Glad to have you on a Thursday. It's Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Atlanta's number one sports station. It's number one sports show, Dukes and Bell. We are here with you. David Pollock came on in the 2 o'clock hour. Talking about all things TCU and dogs, we'll lay it out for you. Back at 520 or so, we'll replay that for you because it was so informative. And I think, dog fans, you want to hear what David has to say about where Kirby is and this learning curve that he's been on is very interesting stuff. Mike, while we're talking college football, before we get to a blitz, um, they're saying this push for the college football playoff expansion is going to happen sooner than we think. Okay. Um, remember now, you got to go back almost two years ago when we were like, oh, and we had big Bill Hancock on. Because it was a 10-year deal initially, right? And every time we had him on, Mike would push him. When are we going to go to the expansion? And he would say, we're not. We're not coming out of this deal. We're not changing. Because they added an extension to it, which it took us for another, what, another, we had another seven or eight years to go on this thing. And now, Mike, all of a sudden, everybody's for it. Right. Rolls Bowl's in, the Bowl Coalition, everybody's on it. And now they're saying that this could happen a lot sooner than, than, than later. How soon? Well, I think it was supposed to be 2026 before any of this, with this TV contract was mm-hmm. supposed to happen. Now it could be 2024. 2024? Hey, that's great. So just one more year of the full, and then we'll go to, what, 12? Potentially. And, you know, the idea of 12 the— 12-team uh, bracket, yeah, yeah. It is interesting to put, like, southern teams in Midwestern cities. Like, if you had to go to Michigan, of a, like a team like Auburn had to travel to the big house in December, that would be kind of interesting, or vice versa. There's some really cool elements to this. I mean, I fought it for years because I know that for every one of the— like, USC just blew it. But for every one of those Tulane over USC or Boise State over Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Yeah. you know, there's a lot where it's just chalk. But this is like fans want it. Certainly the college football fans want to see this and the money is there. So uh, we'll roll with it, man. The, the arguments against it for decades that you and I used to laugh about. Well, you know, these players, you know, you, you, can't, <laughs> you can't put that kind of strain on these players. What, really? about, what about the length of the yeah, season? Get out of here. What a bunch of crap that was. <laughs> so all that stuff goes out the window and you'll get it. And yeah, games like, but games like the Tulane USC is, is proof positive that you may get some amazing surprises here. All right, here's the latest on DeMar Hamlin, guys. Um, The doctors spoke today, and they say, quote, he is on the road to a remarkable recovery. I don't know if you could get any better news than that, Mike, about this situation. Again, 24 years old, suffered the cardiac arrest on the field after a tackle in Monday night's game against the Bengals, required CPR. You guys know the story, but... The doctor's speaking today, and I'm not going to get into this. If you want to go check it out, it's out there. But Mike and I got here today, and they were speaking up there in Cincinnati about this, and, and I'm glad they did. Dr. Timothy Pitt, uh, Pritz of the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, uh, he says, as of Thursday morning, he is beginning, beginning to awaken, and it appears that his neurological functions are intact. Right. 
Again, you can't get better news than that. So, yeah. And I know uh, we, you and I were watching before we came on the air the press conference with the doctors at the University of Cincinnati Medical Center and, and talking about the things. Because I think the first thing people are saying is, you know, was there problems with brain function because of la- lack of oxygen? Oxygen, right. And, and, and it seems like, you know, again, we're not doctors. We're just going with the same information you're reading. But things are pointing the right way. Because I know for the last 36 hours, people are waiting for some, is he out of the woods? And it seems like he's, it's getting there. All right. Jeffrey hits it up on social media, Mike. He says, uh, guys, Mike's talking about a backup quarterback. What if we brought Matt Ryan back? Ooh, too much, too much. Too much drama. People get a little crazy about that. And I got to be honest, guys, Carl and I text all the time when we're watching games. Matt Ryan, it was, I got to be honest, I, I, I'll, I'll say it. It was pathetic. It's hard to it watch. It was pathetic. It's hard to watch, seriously. It just, I mean, it just died, man. And I look, we know we have nothing but respect for Matt. And it just, it was ugly and tough to watch. I mean, I'd rather have Flacco over Ryan at this stage as far as a backup. And that's that's how bad it is right now for number two. Well, listen, say what you want about the dysfunction with the Colts, but you get benched not once. But twice in a yeah. season? Yeah. And who are you getting benched for? And our offensive – now, again, now next year when we do have a good offense, hopefully a better offensive line, but still, Matt, I just I, – I don't know. They're, they're, and, and Mike, yeah. I'd love to – you know, we always talk about the debrief, like when things are done. And I'd love for Matt to sit here one day and go, look, I got to Indianapolis and it was a blank show. Right. Like I had no idea it was going to be what I thought, and then I just tried to do the best I can. Maybe that's his excuse. But, again, once the ball is hiked – the decision making and all the things he just looked out of his out of his depth at times this yeah. season. I mean, you know, you could talk about and guys have mentioned like Andy Dalton, the people of that ilk. Yeah, you know, the perfect result would have been oh, I don't know, Marcus Mariota, but he quit on the team. <laughs> you know, there's a guy Does who anybody has a... else you want to kill today? No, I'm just being straight. <laughs> I told you, hey, I told you, gloves are off at 23. <laughs> Gloves are off. No more pussyfooting around. Yeah. Gloves are off yeah. in 23. Yeah, that's one way to put it. Uh, Nate out of here. You say Drake's blowing no. games. I'm sick and tired of this Atlanta wheel spinning. Wheel spinning. <laughs> no, that's, that's about it right now. Right now? Uh, Collinsworth's kid. We want him off of NBC. <laughs> Jax. Red Bill and I are on lockstep on that one. Yeah, I got a text about that talking about change the rotation. <laughs> what did they, what the person say? Oh, they were just talking about they loved your take on, on nepotism. And, yeah. you know, I, I said, look, you don't see it with black folks because we don't have power and privilege. Right. Yeah, I'm being I mean, serious. Like, like, when have you seen the kid right. of a of a, a African American broadcaster? He's the next big thing coming up. Look at Denzel's kid. Denzel's like, well, you got to carve your own niche out, and he has, and he did. He has. You know, I'm just telling you. I just nothing drives me more. And if you missed a conversation yesterday, it was in Yeah Man, No Man about how a hack like Jack Collinsworth gets onto national television after spending about an apprenticeship at ESPN. It wasn't six months, Mike. It was insane how his career is. And again, it's because of his dad, and it's pathetic, especially whether it's women, black. White, Hispanic, anybody, anybody who's been grinding this business, have that guy get there is an insult. Thank you. Back to you, That was part of the take. All right. (laughs) Let's get to an NFL blitz. Welcome to the NFL. With news and notes from around the league, this is NFL Blitz on Dukes and Bell. Where's James Brown's son? Right. I'm just asking. Right. I mean, his dad's like the biggest guy on the network. Where is it? His son's not getting that gig. Where's... Menifee's kids. Where's Kurt Menifee? <laughs> and Kurt's from the ATL. Yeah. Where's Menifee? I'm just saying. I, you guys think about it all you want. Right. I'm telling you. <laughs> all right. With that said, let's talk about what's going on around the NFL. First and foremost, um, week 18 is going to be interesting. We got a lot of games where teams are playing for something. The Lions-Packers game, it's a playoff game. Our game, not so much. But it doesn't mean that we don't want to go out with the dub, Mike. But you pose this question. I got to tell you guys, I don't think Brady, I don't think any of these guys of value understand what I'm saying. They are going to be the reason the Bucks mm. are going to advance in the playoffs, potentially in the next week or two. We'll play in this game. 
You're an idiot, Todd Bowles, if you do. Because if one of those guys gets hurt, if Vita mm. Vea plays and he gets hurt, why? Why would you do that to hurt your run defense and potentially have a chance to advance, Mike? I, I made the argument about John Abraham in the final week of 2012 and that injured his lower leg and he wasn't the same guy rushing the passer for us. I just, there's nothing gained by it other than, you know, a, a sense of what I, I can't have a losing season. You're still in the playoffs. You would be eight and nine as opposed to nine and eight. With this, you know, now we go to, you know, the 17 weeks of football. So, unless that's the thing for Brady, I would think if you're Brady, you want to rest up, I want to rest up. Godwin, I've got a good thing going with Evans. Let's not risk that with injury. Not to mention, you've got uh, your offensive line now starting to come together. And I, why, why would I do it? I mean, don't get me wrong. I want to see Brady if this is a chance for maybe his final NFL game as a fan being True. a Mercedes-Benz. But True. I couldn't, I, as, as a Bucks fan, i say the hell no. i said everybody. All right, guys. Uh, every week we get a chance to talk. To a Falcon, and, uh, you know, it rotates. We, we don't know who is going to be that guy on Thursdays. Usually these guys are coming off the field, so it's, it can be animated at times. Sometimes we get guys, Mike, coming off the field, and they're a little winded. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to get a chance here to talk to Richie Grant coming up. I, I think Richie, Mike, has taken a step forward when you talk about what we wanted to see from Richie Grant versus his rookie season. We had high expectations, man, when we drafted him. But um, he's going to join us here in just a few minutes, and, and so we'll get a chance to talk, chop it up with him as we get ready for Week 18. Right, and if you remember, I do these mock drafts, and already uh, Randy McMichael was asking at the handoff. I've started mocking. Not yet, but this was a dude that I thought would be there for us in the second round, and I, I'm, I'm vested in him because I believe in this guy <laughs> as a ball-hawking safety down in Central Florida, and I think he's definitely coming into his own, and we'll ask him how he's feeling about this in his year two. This dude crazy, man. He's crazy. Richie Grant, what's going on, man? How are you? What's up, baby? I'm good. How y'all doing? Man, we, we are good. First and foremost, I know you're tired, right? Week 18, mm. like, like you beat up, you're tired. How's your body, man? How you feeling? Man, I've been doing a good job taking care of it, so hopefully I can this week out strong. Let's right hope on. so. All right, man, you got uh, two picks in your career right now, force fumbles. Is the game slowing down for you? Is the game easier for you in year two? I say I, I think I'm getting more positions, more uh, position to make plays on the ball more than I did last year, so that's definitely a positive. I say uh, overall, I think my game is growing. I was able to see it from a nickel standpoint last season, and now I'm back there in the back end, you know, doing more controlling. So I feel like I'm getting a good overall feel of the game, and I'm just trying to prove it each week, man. That's it. Richie Grant, our guest, guys. Falcons, Bucks, last game of the season. Richie, how are you guys preparing not knowing it might or might not be Brady? How much does that change what you guys do, what you're doing specifically as you prepare? I mean, obviously, Brady is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. But uh, at the end of the day, it really don't matter who's out there, man. We got a game to play. So we're going to prepare. Uh, and Coach T does a great job of preparing us for, you know, whoever we might face. We've just been preparing like that. And we're going to go out there and play Sunday. How tough has this season been for you guys just because it seems like a roller coaster. We've been in the playoffs. We were out. We were up. We're down. How, how tough has it been to maintain your focus? Because it seemed like for a minute this team had a chance to sniff the playoffs. Yeah, man, it was, you know, it was a little up and down, but, you know, uh, overall, I feel like I feel like we're not that far off, you know. Uh, we're right there. It was a lot of close games that we didn't get the the, the, the W on, but we're right there, you know, a couple plays here and there. And I just think, man, as long as we just keep having that improving mindset and no egos, we'll, we'll be where we need to be. Safety Richie Grant with us here on Dukes and Bell. How much of your development – has come with the understanding of what Dean Pease's defense is. Well, I mean, of course, you can't play you can't play a snap without you know knowing uh, what the defense is asking of you. So obviously, you have to know 
uh, in and out what the defense is is uh is going to do each play, and, and you got to know where your help is and things like that. So of course you have to know that like the back of your hand to play fast, and that's what comes with it. You playing fast, you can go out there and you make plays. You're not worried about what to do. Yeah, but I guess Richie, the understanding from where you were to where you are now, like. Is it just like reading a book? Is it is it just less difficult, or is it still there are things where you you you're you know um, I don't even want to say doubtful about, but but Dean Pease has talked about how complicated this defense can be and picking it up and learning it. Do you feel like you're full capacity? I definitely feel like I've improved from last season. Like I said, I was at nickel last year, so it wasn't much play calling going on on my end. But okay. now you know, being back there and I'm I'm setting the defense for the most part. It's, it's, it's different, but it's a talent that I always wanted. So, you know, in terms of uh, being able to play the defense out and coach P's schemes, yeah, it can get a little tricky. But, I mean, he got a, he got a great defense, man. We're just going out there and trying to execute it. It is Falcon Safety. Richie Grant, guys, here on the WadeFord.com hotline. As we mentioned, year two out of UCF in the second round. I mean, this season, Richie, other than the Bengals game, where obviously there was that was tough, but you guys were in every game, almost every game. And I think it's a credit to this young defense how you guys got stops late. It was like you bend, you don't break, and you got the ball back in the offense's hand a lot of times this season. Yeah, we did. and we, we had fun doing that, man. I think we had a couple of uh, games still in pick this season, but – that's 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 the fun, man. We want to keep that going. You know, we're just going to build on it and finish out this year strong and try to build on that because it's, it's been, you know, we had a, some bad time, but we also had some good time this year too. Who's faster, you or Troy Anderson? Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> I don't care what that paper says. I don't care what that paper says. He lined up with me right now. I'm getting that W. <laughs> he says, what's it, what's it say for him, 4-4? Four, four? What's it say? <laughs> I don't, I don't care if you four three, four two, four five, whatever that paper say, we get on that field. All right. <laughs> you just got to show me. <laughs> All right, man. One game to go. What are you doing for vacay? What's the, where's the, where are you heading after the season's over, man? What's the plan? Man, I'm a big family guy, man. I got I to gotta get in tune with my family. I didn't get to make it home last year. So mm-hmm. I'm going to try to get home this year, you know, try to hang out and uh, before I get back to training. Well, man, we have big expectations for you. We always have, Richie, since you got drafted. You're my boy, Richie. <laughs> you, we want, well, you're one of the dudes we were like, he's going to be a baller. And uh, you are certain to that for our Atlanta Falcons, man. We wish you nothing but the best on Sunday. Have fun. Fly around, man. And uh, stay safe. And we'll talk to you soon. No, I appreciate that, man. Rise up. Rise up, is. brother. That's uh, Richie Grant. Attitude has since he got here. The thing, Mike. The DVs we thought were going to be a strength, right? And then the injury early. Yeah. And, and certainly I thought A.J. Terrell between the injury and thought, Casey Hayward. Yeah, Casey Hayward when he went down and then A.J. kind of struggled at times. About. And then there's the same thing we've mentioned with Georgia. When you're not getting the pass rush, you can't expect these guys to hold for five seconds back there. And, you know, Richie's thing is predicated on ball hawking, getting to the ball, hitting people. But you're basically on your heels because the receivers are dictating the tempo. All right, coming up. Joe Burrow says he had conversations with teammates about not even playing this week. We'll tell you about it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Thanks for Richie Grant stopping by. Yeah, man, no man's on the way here in about 10 minutes. And also, a little bit later on today, I'm um, looking forward to talking to our guy, uh, Rick Stroud down there in Tampa, Mike, talking about what the Bucks are going to do this weekend, what they look like, what they're going to do as far as who's playing. And then you'll get a chance to hear the Desmond Ritter report at 5 o'clock, guys, as Dave Archer gets a chance to sit down with, with Ritter. Final audition. 
I hate to put it that way, but I don't know how else to state it to you guys that this is it. You don't know if a guy can play until he plays. You don't know if a guy has it until he gets between the white lines and Mike makes it happen. We've only gotten four or three of these. This will be the fourth. So this is the fourth audition, and then we go to the offseason. And all offseason, I can guarantee you that most of you, 50-plus percent of you that are listening right now, will be telling Mike and I that you don't believe that you saw enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I can't argue with that because you and I kind of said this on Tuesday. I just – I still I, – I, I'm rooting for him. I'm pulling for him. I want him to be the man so bad because I don't want to have to go get another quarterback. But as a bunch of guys hit us up today on the Solomon Brothers uh, Diamond text line and said – what if Max Duggan is there where you're picking? I mean, that's a guy that would put fannies in seats. That's a dude that's certainly exciting and, and has played at a high level. I mean, look, Desmond Ritter made it to a semifinal game. This guy's in the championship game. Uh, but, I mean, that's, that's – I mean, you're telling me you wouldn't be more excited about Max Duggan than Desmond Ritter right now? I, I, look, I'm a Ritter guy. I'd be more interested in Duggan, if I'm honest. You know, but, but I don't want to allocate the resources – but I want Ritter to do something spectacular, and it hasn't happened. That's, see, no, that's what it is. If I could, and it's too much to ask. I think, if I'm honest, because the receivers haven't been great, no. the line's not great. It's not our, it's not our mo. This but season. I just, I just want him to pop, so then I can say definitively that I don't get like, like a boyfriend. I start looking at some other girl. I start like, oh, another quarterback, because I want to go edge rusher, man. I want to go edge rusher. I want to go edge rusher two or three times in this draft. Man. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not enthusiastic right now. By the way, with the win loss situation for the Falcons, we're either picking sixth, seventh, eighth, or ninth. It all depends on what mm-hmm. happens this last weekend. Okay, but best or worst, sixth, worst, ninth. That's pretty much where we're going right. to live. And I got to tell you, I don't necessarily want to get the sixth if we were to lose this Sunday mm-hmm. and some other things play out, or the ninth pick if we win and some other things play out. That we're, we're using that again to turn right back around and draft a quarterback. Now, I will tell you this. If that means, Mike, we're going after the best potential player and that guy happens to be a quarterback, and, and, and I'm in full belief come March – because I always tell you guys, things change. I don't feel the same way in January after talking to people and doing things and seeing guys work out and all this stuff that I do in March when the draft rolls around or in April. But if you're telling me that guy's a quarterback, then you got to take him. I mean, we can't sit here and say mm-hmm. nothing is off the table because we're just so damn good. We're not that good. There's nobody here that is irreplaceable that you go, there's no way we can't draft that right. guy. If it's a defensive tackle, love Grady. we got to draft him. If it's a, a quarterback and he's the best player right there, I got to take him. It's just yeah. what it is. And, and I know that uh, in hindsight, you, you look back and you know, Mike, Par- well, you and I had this conversation off the other day. I get it. Now, if you go back and you redraft two years ago, you take Micah Parsons at four. But Micah Parsons was not slated to be a top five pick when we drafted. And we and, if, and again, guys, there's, there's a moving part. It's a, remember, the draft is a living, breathing thing. Or you try to trade down, but no one's going to work with you. You know, could we have traded down and gotten to Micah Parsons? Hell yeah. Then uh, Fontenot's off to an amazing start. He's a stinking genius. But we went with the best athlete. Then we went with Drake London. Some would have argued there were wide receivers that were there in the second round. You could have gone for a defensive piece or an offensive lineman. But we went with, uh, with Drake. You Look, guys, it's still too early. I've only got one season, full season of Pitts. He was a damn pro bowler. Yep. And Drake London is finally getting the ball in his hand. So I, I'm not saying it's, it's not – I just – man – I don't really think, Carl, and we can do it in good conscience to go anything other than defense in this first pick. That's the way I feel, too. Um, and, and, again, one of these quarterbacks might change my mind where I go, wait a minute, we cannot pass this up. It happened last time, and we didn't do it. That was Fields. Um, 
Let me ask you this as we talk about where Coach is. Coach came on the show yesterday, Coach Arthur Smith. He said, did you guys hear him say, we put a lot on him? And what I mean, what I'm, where I'm going with this is, maybe Arthur Smith knows. Like, despite, hmm. I know what he doesn't have on the outside. I know where we lack on offensive line. I get my play calling has, has been somewhat to protect him. Like, the way we run the ball was also to protect Marcus Mariota right. more so than it was to let Marcus just freelance and be, be a guy that was going to throw for 300 yards. But maybe he knows because he said we put a lot on him. And when, he, when a coach like that of Arthur Smith's elk says that, Mike, he's telling you I put all this stuff in front of him and he's picking it up. I'm okay with where his development is. I know he doesn't have all this stuff. So maybe he's convinced. And if he's convinced, guys, and you don't, we don't pick a quarterback in the spring, then you know all of that to be true. Right. Then he, then he feels he's got his guy. Yeah, you, you just you want something to back it up, I guess, statistically, empirically, you'd like to have, as we said, you know, six or seven touchdowns. Look at Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold had seven touchdowns and one pick in his 2.0 uh, start uh, for Carolina. He looked like a real starter. Right. You know, Brock Purdy has kind of raised the bar for those late-round picks. I mean, he's, you know, Mr. Irrelevant. And, and that's – but, again, he has got so much better talent around him from the offensive line to the skilled position players. You can't – there's – I mean, there's nobody on this roster now that Pitts isn't playing like Kittle. You know, Ayuk has <laughs> stepped up. You know, you know, you got Debo. Debo's been banged up. But, I mean, Brock Purdy comes in there. And you also have Shanahan, and that, that thing's a machine that he plugged into. But you just wish you had a little bit more – to your point, to say, yeah, he's my guy, Ritter's my guy. Because you know, brother, coming up in a few weeks, we get the combine after the Super Bowl, and then, wow, the measurables on this guy or that guy. And you guys are going to want a quarterback again. I know how this works. I do, too. Speaking of quarterbacks, I want to mention this about Joe Burrow because we talk about the state of mind that some of these guys are in. Uh, if you're just joining us, Damar Hamlin, the update is uh, doctors saying he's making a remarkable recovery. Now communicating with doctors, all good news. Seems like it's heading in the right direction. With that said, Joe Burrow, Mike, said that uh, he had conversations, not with, you know, guys in the organization, but just teammates about the logistics of resuming this game and playing this game. And he said, mm -hmm. I thought it'd be tough just from a scheduling standpoint. We even talked about not playing in week 18. That's Sunday. Right. right? I, just, I just don't know if we understand, unless you've been through some very traumatic stuff that you've seen, that you realize – how this affected these guys. Right. I mean, this is this would be like, you know, God forbid you you roll up on a car accident, you know, one of these fatal and Mike, you 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 gotta you now you have to see that. Right. You know, it's like you right. can't get that out of your head. What right. they saw on the field, that that's the part. And they all do it. They all play. So I don't know. I just I, I heard Joe Burrow talk about this and and by the way, it's the first time yesterday was the first time we heard players around the league expressing, you know, how they felt about it. Falcons were talking about it, but to even say, I don't even know if we were going to play this weekend, it just tells you where their heads are at, man. Yeah, I, and the other thing that drove me crazy, I saw this yesterday. You and I were talking about this off the air. I tweeted it out earlier. You know, Bart Scott, I get it. Guys are paid to have an opinion on television. To sit there as a former pro who played at the highest level. Well, and you, what did he say? Explain. He goes and says that T. Higgins dro dropped his head, led with the crown of his helmet, and that's what caused this man's heart to stop which is the single most asinine thing I can think you could put out there. And unfortunately, guys, we, look, we're paid to have opinions, but I, give us some credit. I mean, I know I'm not Skip Bayless, but I generally try to have my thoughts fact-based. You know, this is the most ridiculous thing. And Micah Parsons has, and, and I get credit Micah Parsons, and he's got a lot of opinions too, by the way, for you know, a young man out of Penn State playing some great football for the Cowboys. He goes, yo, are we serious? Why do we let some people speak on TV? 
This was a freak incident by putting fault on another player is wild. They should make some of these guys go over lines or something or not even give them a seat at the table. As he's talking about Bart Scott's comments, to somehow intimate that. T- and by the way, it's bad enough you got some people out there who know nothing about football putting the blame on T. Higgins in a one in a billion incident, let alone a guy like Bart Scott. Because people see Bart Scott and they give him credibility. And Bart Scott, I'm telling you, just because a guy's a former pro, the take is asinine. Yeah, I, uh, I didn't see it. I just heard about it. I know a lot of people were reacting. Matter of fact, people, speaking of calling for jobs, people were calling for his job, Mike. After that, after that, I think it was on on first take or wherever it was yesterday. Yep. E- either way, um, you don't have to go out of the norm to say something outrageous just to say something outrageous. And, and I think this was something that was very outrageous when you talk about the situation and circumstances. Mm. Man, I agree with you. This particular comment, come on, ridiculous. I mean, real quick, give you some uh, some examples. Remember when? Um, Oh, who was it? Uh, the uh, former Giants running back. It was Tiki Barber. Tiki Barber goes on NBC. Yeah. And it's his first week in the studio show. We need something really bombastic, Tiki. Giants will never win a Super Bowl with Eli Manning. They win two. Yeah, and they win one without Tiki Barber. <laughs> so it's just some of these guys really, it's almost like it's like wind-up artists, right? All right, coming up, yeah, man, no man's on the way, guys. Also, we're going to talk about the two coaches in this matchup between the Dogs and TCU a unique connection between Sonny Dykes and Kirby Smart. We'll tell you about it coming up at 4. Yeah, man, no man's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hawks win last night. 
I guess I rubbed some people the wrong way yesterday when I said, where's Trey's signature moments? Mm. Kenya Robinson hit me up. He was like, you're asking Trey to do too much. I'm going to explain what he's talking about. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You're asking Trey to oh, do yeah. too much. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And, and he lays out why. Uh, oh, uh, yes. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know, 21's fine. And, you know, it's okay. This is I changed the rotation. See? He was listening to Mike. <laughs> you can't. You guys can't be serious. Carl gave you a list of, like, all the guys that are having extremely awesome big moments for teams and going and popping and averaging like, you know, more than triple doubles and 50 and 60 and 70 point games. And you're asking for a signature moment. and You're asking Trey to do too much. Yeah. $43 million a year. This is what Kenya Robinson said. Fellas, hey, Dukes, hold on, man. He says you can't ask him to do all that <laughs> um, when you're asking him to distribute and get everybody involved. Now, this is what's interesting. And I'm just going to get to the bottom of this and then we'll, we'll talk about it because yeah, yeah, man, no man's here. But at the end of this text, Mike, he says, John Collins and Hunter are both terrible. He needs some more talent around him. Uh, not really. John Collins is having an amazing stretch right now. And John Collins, is this the same guy who told me that John Collins had to be uh, retained under contract, too? Oh, don't be changing your stories now, people. Well, but this is the deal. I don't want to deflect blame from the right. guy that is the star of the team. This yes. is what we're talking Everybody, about. Everybody, everyone on the Hawks needs to be more consistent, including the guy getting yes. paid $43 million freaking dollars. Yep. Let's get to Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like they should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce, bigger, better, bolder. Anybody else you want to fire? Hey, Bo, what's going on? How are you today? You know, I was, I, was, uh, I was in a really good mood until you decided to let Kenyon have a voice on the show. <laughs> hey, you, 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 you can't ask too much of the, the guy that we think's a superstar. Uh, you know, he's making $43 million a year. I mean, he, he just can't do everything. Mm. I, you know, I don't like agreeing with Mike. Uh-oh. Huh. Well, let me, let me – you know, actually, let me – that's not true. I actually do like it when I grew a mic because it means we're not disagreeing, which we normally do. Which generally leads to a big argument. But the fact of the matter is, when you make me agree with Mike, because you're you're giving a guy, you're you're telling me a guy that's already on his second contract is being asked too much of when, and then you tell me he's a superstar in the same sentence when, in the NBA, superstars make teams great or not. If you have a a superstar, can change everything for a team. Yeah. And and when you tell me, well, you you can't ask too much of him. Or what, like do his job, play defense. I'm just so sick of the excuses. I saw Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan was here for uh, 14 years. Whatever he was or wasn't, people held him accountable for everything, and that's fine because that's what you do for the quarterback who is the highest paid player of the team. But apparently, it doesn't work that way for highest paid players of the NBA team mm. in the same town. Mm. So Not me personally, so thanks a lot, Carl. <laughs> I was in a freaking great mood. And now I got Mr. I got my 28 and 10. Oh, I didn't do the team. I, I got mine. Good for you. All right. Did you see Yellowstone? Uh, the season finale. The mid-season, mid-season finale. Can I say Garbage. this? Boo. 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 I'm sitting there and they're like, coming up in summer. Summer? Summer. What? I have to wait till the summer to see the rest of this series? Carl, somebody is going to get fired off the show, as Mike would say. <laughs> They're killing somebody. Somebody is going to die. 
Somebody is gonna die. Do you uh, agree or just yeah, man, no man? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, man. I don't know who it is. I want to believe it's her stinking brother. They're not killing off the the best character on the show, but. I, I, I'm just, why do I have to wait this summer? What is this, Game of Thrones? In two years. Yes, I was going to say, wait. I'm like, wait a minute. Well, just- I have heard it as a cowboy <laughs> version of Game of Thrones. Well, by the way, I binge watched uh, over the weekend. Uh, I got up to through season four where they had this big shootout. They were trying to knock off the Dutton family. I was like, wow, there's that much gunplay in Montana. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I was, So I didn't realize, because, again, I had not watched it. I didn't realize how violent the damn show was. And I got, I'm got i almost caught up. I still got this last season to catch up with you guys. Yeah, that was, that was a great right. finale where you didn't know where that was going. And then it comes back. But, Bo, that, that but the show is great. I, I got really into the Native American, the casino guys. Those guys are some badasses, too. Oh, yeah. I, this, like I said, it took me. Because initially when these conversations started, guys, I was not up to speed. And now I'm telling you, now you know why it is the most watched show on television. Yeah, it's well, good. It's good. Well, the the uh, the, in, the the uh, the Native American chief, I think is how you would say it, um, his, his driver is like one of the coolest characters on yeah. the show. Because he is, he's, he's like, I don't know, he's very nurturing, very soft-spoken, very um, just reserved. And you feel like he's just a super nice guy. But he he's does. Lethal. But he's he's a badass, yeah. and he does things, and he you're is. like, I mean, that's like some Charles Bronson like yeah. back in the day stuff. So, uh, yeah, he, plenty, he's, right? He's, yeah, that's a Mo. His name's Mo on the show, I think. Yeah, uh, it's Mo. Mo. His his real name is Moses Plenty. But yeah, he is, and that knife he carries, <laughs> right? Uh, but but yeah, man. I listen. The, the, the mid season finale. It was great. It sets you up for a lot of things that can play out. I'm just. Why do I have to wait to summer? Okay. Well, Carl, you're asking too much of one of the most uh, uh, <laughs> highest-rated TV shows in, in, in America and now one of the highest-paid cast probably uh, of any TV show ever. You're just asking too much. They, they're only, they can only do so much. I mean, you know, they, they don't have good supporting cast. Maybe the, the, the writers and the producers aren't doing their job, Carl. <laughs> it's a good I point. I want it now. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Jamie has to go, by the way. If you're asking me, that's who's got to go. Uh, here's what I, here, I, I'm going to go ahead, and this is a squid uh, hypothesis about what's going to happen. They ain't going to kill Jamie. Why? Be- because they need him. Because what's going to happen is... He's useless. Best going to knock off that little... Oh. That little spicy vixen that he's laying up with right now. Is that right? I can say that, right, Chris? Uh, well, you already did. Um, well, he could have dumped it. But, uh, but you know, and, and that's, that's going to be that. So Best going to knock her off. He'll, she'll take her to the train station. And then Jamie will be a little... Little, you know, a little... little. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be what he's always been. Is just, uh, you know... An errand boy. Mike, you, you mentioned her, and she did some smaller roles. We were talking yes. about this particular She's character. an English actress, by the way. Is she, oh, jeez, yes. aren't they all? Beth is, yeah. Yes. Well, no, not Beth. I'm talking about the one. I'm the, I'm the one I like Beth. I'm sorry. I, oh, I, no, I, no, I no. Beth, is, Beth is great. Uh, I'm talking about uh, Jamie's mm, girlfriend. I don't even know what to call her. Yeah, the, uh, she's, the she's the plant. She's basically uh, Mike Earmuffs. Uh, just take your headphones out okay, for a second. Okay. She's basically working for the um, yeah for the other side. Yeah, the casino thing. Yeah, the airport. But I'm trying to remember what I muted you, and then Carl said working for the other side. <laughs> <laughs> like I had you, I muted you, and then Carl goes, "Oh, she works for the other." I'm side. trying to remember what her name is. Uh, we did. We found her a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we yeah. found her. We found her a couple weeks. Yeah, absolutely right. All right. Uh, I think her name is Sarah. That's it. Thank you. Uh, Don Oliviera. That's That's the one. That's the one. Um, All right. Well, Chris is trying to tell us that he's tired of hearing about um, (laughs) 
Yellowstone. Chris, it's the most watched show in America, which means it's well, probably the most watched show by our audience. Yeah, I, I don't, mean, I don't, I don't know what to tell. I don't know what to tell you, Chris. I don't know what to tell you. Hey, that, that those beat, crickets are for you. Nick Chris, Chris is not going to get. <laughs> Chris is not getting into Deadwood until apparently they plant a giant, have a, a rave sometimes. At the, I, I, I guess somewhere on the ranch. I don't know, but I, that's I the only know. thing I was disappointed in. The, the series is great. The mid-season finale was great. Uh, I just don't. I'd watch Yellowstone if that was a thing. Oh, <laughs> All right, you know what? You know, dump yourself. Um, <laughs> by the way. Uh, I thought the midseason. I thought we were gonna get something back in like after the Super Bowl. I didn't yes. know it was gonna be the summer. Yeah. Right. yeah, that's garbage. I didn't watch the previews. All right, there's controversy. Has hit the national championship game. What's Uh-oh. that controversy? What's that? Oh, the- can I say something real quick about Yellowstone? I didn't put this out yeah. there. I'm glad you mentioned this. Yeah, that's right. So you know we're watching the series, and and my wife for Christmas, I forgot to put it out there. She got me like this Yellowstone uh, soap and cologne set, just right. as a kind of a gag. It's great. I actually love it. I'm just telling you right now, and I forgot to even put it out there and talk about it, but uh, that, that was something that I got, and she started laughing because I opened it up. I was like, what is this? Mm. And she was like, Yellowstone. I was like, what? It's great. Anyways. I think I'm going to use my tax return if I have one to get me some of those boots that Rip has. You know? <sighs> Every, boy, everything is ad-oriented on this show now, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Everything. Oh, yeah. My, that's what I'm trying to tell you. I mean, uh, you know, we, we shouldn't expect more out of them. They're only the highest paid, highest gross, everything's paid. <laughs> we should, you know, they're, they're the Trey Young of... Uh, Again, for those of you who are missing, uh, uh, Trey, Trey Young has been equated to the, uh, the showrunners of Yellowstone, apparently. Very well, well, yeah, we were expecting too much. Uh, real quick, controversy, I said, has hit the national championship game. Yes. This is why you don't put good things in California or L.A., to be more exact. What happened? They have banned tailgating at the national championship game. Yeah. They have banned at SoFi? RVs from the national champ. Yes, you cannot tailgate or park an RV. They do know an SEC team is coming. Well, you got two you got a school from Texas and a school from Georgia. Yeah. They, now, they do rent, know that. And if you rent a car, you're still making that's the thing. You're gonna how much of a tailgate are you gonna do if you're flying into the town? That was a question. Well, but there are a lot of people going to do it. Yeah, but yeah. but I do know there are folks who are dri- making the drive. RV, right. Yeah, they've been, they're on they're on their way. They've been out there. They're going to get there. Thirty seven percent of the tickets that were made uh, available to the general public have been bought from the state of Texas. By the way, for this game. Mm. All right. Yeah, but Bo, no tailgating, Bo. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Should should this automatically lose? Their rights to ever get it again at SoFi Stadium. Well, I don't think it's going to matter. <laughs> I don't think it's going to. You want to? You're like Mike today. You just want to ban everything. No, they're going to get everything. The next, every other, every five, every fifth Super Bowl is going to be played here. Every yeah, fifth national championship is going to be played here. Final fours. That's the new thing. But uh, I, I've, I'm trying to think. The only time I went to a football game was a Raider game in '94. Raiders. Before they went back to Oakland, I want to say '93. No, no, it was '93. And you could tailgate outside the LA Coliseum, but there yeah. wasn't a lot. Of, but there wasn't a lot of space to tailgate out because there. it wasn't built like that. Right. These new stadiums are. You're built- tailgating basically on the campus of USC. Yeah. Well, maybe we're asking too much out of a you know two billion dollar <laughs> stadium. I mean, is it? We're asking too much to them to be able to facilitate. Well, do tailgating. they let? Do they let Rams and Chargers fans tailgate? It's a good question. I'm assuming so, but maybe we're just asking too much of them. You know, I mean, they, they could ruin their parking lot. Well, change the rotation. <laughs> the bar has been lowered for demands on superstars. And by the way, you're going to love. I got a story coming up in uh, in Guy Talk about the the state of uh, of uh, Ameri- the American worker. Okay, from a guy who's got a tie to Atlanta, very famous. I want you to, you'll hear that coming up in less than an hour. Well, right. I'll tell you what: you can demand anything you want from, and that's a W sauce, True. America's Worcestershire sauce, because it's it's not it's not the Trey Young of Worcestershire sauces. It's the LeBron James, and you can get it at wsauce.com to find a retailer near you, or head over to Amazon. And by the way, 
If you got some CBD needs, get over to my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company and the GeorgiaHempCompany.com. Use the code SQUIDBILLY10. You get 10% off and uh, take care of all of your CBD needs. Turtle, I demand excellence out of you. So hit my music. Seven seasons, and he's back playing for another national title. We're going to talk about the coaches of this upcoming championship game. Kirby Smart, Sonny Dykes will do it as part of our dog report coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 